0: Hello, and welcome back to another Soul Story. I am Gandhi Thompson, and we are back in studio with Santina Neely. Santina, welcome. Thank you so much again for having me. Santina, last week we started to look at the Aaronic Blessing, and we started to unpack that. And we are back here today, and we're going to do that again. But I want to open up this time with us reading the scripture from the King James Version. I believe last week we would have done the NIV Version.
1: Yes, I absolutely love the King James Version. I love old English language. And so I will read Numbers chapter 6, verses 22 to 27. And the Lord spake unto Moses, saying, Speak unto Aaron, and unto his sons, saying, On this wise ye shall bless the children of Israel, saying unto them, the Lord bless thee and keep thee. The Lord make his face shine upon thee and be gracious unto thee. The Lord lift up his countenance upon thee and give thee peace. And they shall put my name upon the children of Israel, and I will
0: bless them. Oh, man, that's powerful. and I can just imagine how awesome it was for Moses to be receiving these words from the Lord, you know, the Lord um, assuring him of what, or instructing him of what to tell Aaron. But of course, with that came the assurance that the Lord was going to be with the people. Uh, I like to read that, um, you whenever I, I read that blessing, I like to use the word Yahweh in the place of the Lord and when I do that it, it to me it just sounds a little bit I know you like the old Eng- English but it just sounds it puts me more back into that time Yahweh Harris. is right up there with Old English right so I, I I read it and I say Yahweh bless me and keep me Yahweh make your face shine upon me and be gracious unto me Yahweh lift up your countenance upon me and give me your peace and so you know um however we are familiar you know um saying it or we've heard it said to us because it is a priestly blessing you know it it just gives us the confidence that God is with us. And we ended last week. And if you're just listening for the first time, I want to encourage you to go back and to listen to last week because we started this conversation last week. And we ended last week about the Lord shining his face unto us and being gracious unto us. And we talked about uh, how awesome it is that we, we have been able to receive of God's generosity. Santina, as we move on into this very simple blessing, simple but profound blessing, we reach to the part of it that says the Lord turn his face toward you. So we move from for the Lord make his face shine upon you. The Lord turn his face toward you and give you peace. Absolutely.
1: So Can you imagine being in a space where you feel that it is dark, where you feel that your back is against the wall, where trouble is rushing in on every side, your enemies may be against you. As we say in this day and time, haters or everything, you know, things just may not be going your way. You know that we had Hurricane Dorian, we're in a pandemic. There are just so many things. But we have the opportunity to invite and to have a gracious God turn his face toward us. And so I want to encourage us, even in these moments, even if you're not feeling your best, even if you don't think that you look your best right now, the enemy may be out there seducing you to make you feel inadequate and to feel all sorts of ways. Think about that great God who is waiting on you to call unto him so that he can not only
0: answer you, but turn his face toward you. I'm just happy that we have a God that's willing to be so attentive towards me. You know, like I said last week, when we think about his face shining upon us, you know, it's good to be looking up at somebody who, when um, in a conversation, and now it's not just sometimes you're in a room. I, I, I always think when I look at the scripture of a public speaker, So in that public speaker setting, there are times we're all sitting in the audience. We can all see his face. Um, The projection of his words are are coming at us. But there's nothing like when when the speaker turns and looks directly at you and says something that resonates in you. You kind of feel like, yep, I'm at the right place at the right time. You feel seen. Yes, yes. And when you feel seen... It's all it's it it's better for you to receive and to hear exactly what that person is saying because it resonates more profoundly um within you. And so I love when it says that the Lord turns his face towards you and give you peace. And you talked about that peace, Sandina, because these are trying times. These are times where there's so many uncertainty out there that we could use a little bit of peace in our homes, peace on our jobs. You know, we can use some peace to help us be just in a space of rest. And that peace that, that we're talking about, that it's its one thing when I give you or I try to give you peace. But we know that this is the Lord who can't actually give us peace, true peace, in the midst of all of our situations. I liked the last part of this text that says, um, well, I want to read from my NIV, but because we're already in your King James Version, let's just read the last part of this blessing in the King James Version.
1: And they shall put my name upon the children of Israel, and I will bless them. Wow. Do you hear the power in that? Mm -hmm. And they shall put my name upon the children of Israel, meaning God's stamp. Yes. And I will bless them. That's an assurance, not I may. It's not, it's, not, it's, not, it's not predicated on anything. It's mandatory, we call it. It's an assurance. I will bless them. And so that is God making a promise and then letting you know, as his children, he will keep the promise. His stamp, his seal, like the song says, signed, sealed, delivered. So he took this blessing and he wrapped it up with his name and with the
0: assurance that I will do just what I said, and what assurance that is for us to be able to stand on God's word Himself. God Himself is saying this that He will do to us, and so it is blessed assurance. It is certainly a blessed assurance, Sandy, and I don't think I can I can put it any other way. And certainly. As believers, we are to stand on the promises of God. We are to stand on God's word.
1: People really sing Blessed Assurance and those kinds of songs anymore, but those are the hymns that anchored us. Yes. And we want to keep those hymns at the forefront. We have to continue to pass on down through the generations to let them know the songs and the themes that got us through even though they're coming out with, you know, newer songs, newer mm-hmm. age music and that kind of thing. And that's why I'm so thankful for songs like The Blessing in all the ways that they present and represent it. But let's not cast down or put away songs like Blessed Assurance because it speaks to all of these things and it lets you know exactly how we got through, how we got over, the old folk
0: would say. Yes, and and... and Certainly those songs, um, like Blessed Assurance, they, they just mean so so much. And, and it's funny, I was just having a conversation with somebody the other day, and I was telling them that growing up, I didn't have the same appreciation for them as I do now. I think about heaven's jubilee. I think about um, glad reunion day. I think about it as well with my soul. Just so many, victory in Jesus. So many songs that growing up, we'd be like, will this song ever end? Because they sang it over and over. And now I don't want it to end. I don't want it to end. Because like you said, it provides for us a blessed assurance.
1: And do you know what it is as well? It's the currency behind it. It's what it means to you at the particular time. So when we were children or when we were younger, We didn't have the necessary currency to trade with the song. Yes. And so now that we've lived a little, now that we've spent ourselves, (laughs) we have the exact currency, we have the right currency, and so these songs have a totally different meaning. It's almost as if it's a brand new song, and it has new meaning to us. And so we've lived a little, and so, you know, in the years to come, those who are a little younger than us they're going to be doing the same thing we're doing right now and i
0: look forward to those days and and sandino one of the things that you talked about is you 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 just reference context in terms of currency when you said these things means these songs or these scriptures even these blessings mean more to us even now than they did back then because our, we've changed. We have grown. We've matured into them, I, I would like to say, to some degree. And one of the things what I like when I think of this blessing, I, I'm thinking of what this blessing meant in its original context. Because we use some words like bless and keep, and we, um, we we use them based on our English interpretation of the original word, and in some of that, we lose some of the original context from which the scripture, you know, is being spoken. Because when I say "keep" today, for instance, I'm telling, I'm asking the Lord to keep my kids from COVID. I'm asking the Lord to keep my kids from car accidents, from plane crashes. And of course, in those days, they weren't. That wasn't what kept kept me to them. You know, they weren't. They weren't concerned about um, those things. Keeping for them were from a different perspective. And it's funny because a lot of times we we translate things using our Western culture and do away with the original original words and the original meaning of those words. And I want us to just take a few minutes because when we look at... So the word bless, dinner, you know, when we look at it um, in its original context as the people back then, the Israelites would have been receiving it. The word blessing itself, for them, um, identified with a posture of kneeling, a posture like you talked about earlier, receiving. And so when we think about kneeling for present, so it's almost like a, a posture of respect, reverence. Um, and and then the word keep, when we think about keep in that context. When I was saying, like, you know, today, when we use the word keep, we're looking at from accidents that didn't exist or hazards that didn't exist back then. But for shepherds, and we think about the, the song we sing, while shepherds kept their flock at night. So for them, keeping was such a, a serious word in terms of guarding and preservation um, and, and just protection. It, it just meant so much more because we have the police force to help keep us. In, in, in to some degree, we have the alarm systems in our homes. We have so much layers of protection, but for a shepherd, they were that protection. They were that word keep. And you know, one of the things about the word face is we wear our feelings on our face. So just so just think about um, some of the the I, I hide. I can't hide my feelings. When I feel in something, you, you, you're going to see it on my face. And and there it is. They're talking about face and, and shining and giving light. And, and, and grace just talks about, you know, the unmerited favor of God that in that word grace, in its original context, there's also help, healing, um, rescue. So coming from where they were, but going back to when they were receiving this. It was just so, so much. I, I don't know if that makes sense. Like It
1: makes sense. And you know what I see as a thread running through all of this, through all of the ages, whether it's a shepherd, whether it's us in our present context, what we see running as a thread through all of this is divinity. We see God wanting to maintain relationship with man. Through blessing, through keeping, through grace, through turning his face, it is a God in all of his godness, wanting to have a close relationship wow. or nexus with humanity. So, yes, we bow before him, and when we bow before him, he comes off his throne and comes toward us. Yes, as we call to him, he answers. He turns his face. He inclines his air. And he does all the things that they say in Scripture. And old folk used to say, you make one move and God will do the rest. So I just want us to always pay attention to what our responsibility is in this relationship with God. And that's to build this relationship, to keep the connection alive. Talk to him
0: every single day. That is so powerful, Santina. You know... That is so true, and and the and the the the, the very last, as we prepare to leave the session and to end the session, the the very last word in in this whole um, blessing that I want to to highlight is the word peace, because in our context, peace for us uh, is the absence of war, or uh, peace for us is the absence of troubling thoughts. But the word peace in, in that context comes from the original word shalom which is beyond all of that which which speaks to restitution which speaks to uh just 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 um prosperity it's just a whole letter a whole level it's not just a basic peace but it was it was almost like a fullness of peace. that's like a blessing in and yes, of itself when yes. someone
1: wants you to have peace because
0: peace is pervasive and, and and that is powerful like you said and and when we when we think about then these Israelites getting this blessing you know um one interpretation put it this way it it it, it says that for them they were hearing Yahweh will kneel before us presenting us with gifts and guide, guarding us with a hedge of protection Yahweh will illuminate himself towards us, bringing order to us and giving us com- comfort and sustenance. Yahweh will lift up his wholeness of being upon us and he will set in place of us all that we need to make us whole. The full weight of and his And complete. The full weight. What a blessing. Yes. What a, a blessing. And if we, we think about that today, he is going to make us, at the end, whole and complete. Even when scripture says entire. Yes. 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 And so we leave here. We leave on that note. And I, I want to declare a, a, a blessing on you. You know, I want to, you know what? I want to come in agreement with this priestly blessing for you that you are able, like Santina mentioned, to be in a posture wherever this... You're listening to, to this, that you are in a posture to receive this, despite what brokenness are present around you, despite what you have lost in the last couple of days, despite what's on your heart, that you are able to, as believers, as God's people, to receive this priestly blessings, but most importantly, that you receive his presence and his peace. As you move from this day to the next day and forevermore. Sandina, any final words before we close? Receive the blessings
1: from Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, and down through the ages. Our posture, our position should be one where we are receptive to the blessings that God so generously bestows upon
0: us. And I want to receive it. And it is my prayer today that you receive that blessing too. Thank you again, Sandina, for being in studio with us. I want to thank you for listening. And I want to encourage you to like, share, and subscribe. Perhaps you know somebody that needs to, to receive this blessing today. Share it with them. God bless you. Until next time.